In New York City in the 1980s, the NYPD was fighting a losing battle against the drug lords. Okay. NYPD Detective Sergeant Mike McGinnis worked narcotics in the borough of Queens. There were several major organizations selling cocaine and heroin in southeast Queens, and uh, one of them was Lorenzo Fat Cat Nichols' organization. 26-year-old Queens native Lorenzo Fat Cat Nichols is a drug wholesaler. He distributes cocaine and heroin to mid-level dealers. His price for a kilo of coke is $50,000. He's worth millions. Nichols protects his operation by surrounding himself with a tight group of loyal associates, many are family members. For police in Queens, cracking Nichols' operation will not be easy. His headquarters is at a deli at 107th Avenue and 150th Street in Jamaica, Queens. We conducted surveillances there. We had talked to many informants there. We had done a lot of buy and bust operations there where we'd send out undercovers and buy drugs. And it was a continuing problem in the area. But we couldn't really make a case at that point against Fat Cat or any of the principals in his organization. That all changed in uh, July 1985. Uh, one of our units was doing a buy and bust operation and developed some information that led us to get a search warrant for Fat Cat's grocery store and for an apartment above the grocery store. The informant told us that there was weapons, cash, and numerous drugs stored there. Myself and two detectives went into the grocery store. I went behind the counter and I walked towards the rear of the counter and uh, I saw there was a light on in the back room. So I went into the back room. There were three men behind a big desk and I realized one of them was Fat Cat Nichols. Police order the men up against the wall. Nichols reaches down for something. Under a towel on the chair where Nichols was sitting, detectives find a loaded automatic and a revolver. Police search the room and find heroin, cocaine, and $30,000 in cash. Several ounces of marijuana is on Nichols' desk. The raiding party that went to the second floor apartment found $150,000 in cash in boxes. Hundreds of perhaps thousands of pieces of cocaine, street cocaine wrapped in tinfoil and glassines of heroin and additional weapons. Nichols is arrested on drugs and weapons charges. 24 hours later, he's free on $70,000 bail. At the time of his arrest, Nichols was already on parole. 
He reports to his parole officer to see if the arrest violated the terms of his parole. He tells his parole officer, Brian Rooney, that he was only in the grocery to order a sandwich. Rooney calls McGinnis to check his story out. So I told him what had happened, that we had arrested Nichols in the grocery store, that he had a number of weapons, but uh, unfortunately he made bail, and I'm sure he's gone. And Rooney said to me, no, he's not. He says he's sitting outside my office here. Rooney re-arrests Nichols on the spot for violating his parole. Now, for Nichols, what that meant was, even though he had made bail on the case where we got him, he was in on the parole violation, and there's no way around that. You can't get bail on it. So not counting the trouble that he was in with me, he owed 14 years to the uh, state. So he was uh, in big trouble. A week later, McGinnis and Rooney testify at Nichols' parole hearing. I briefly described what had happened that night, and uh, the uh, adjudicator immediately uh continued his violation of parole, which meant he was in. Uh, he was entitled to one more hearing like that, and then he would go back in for the remainder of those 14 years. But the drug dealer has no intention of letting that happen. 